1: From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Teen Mom! We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Teen Mom news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for Teen Mom.
2: Hi, everyone. Mari Fagel here. I made sure to say hi, everyone, because I got a couple comments at me saying hello, hello. Yesterday uh, was a little funny, so I've changed my, um, my intro there. <laughs> but I have Jesse Janity, DJ Jesse, joining me in the booth for tonight's show. Hello, Jesse.
3: Hello, Miss Fagel.
2: And I also have Jackie Moran, my co-host from Real Housewives, calling in. Hello, Jackie. Hello,
0: hello. How about I say
2: it? There you go. (laughs) Normally, we have Ed and Isabel, but I'm so happy to have Jesse and Jackie joining me, J-squared, tonight for the second-to-last episode of Teen Mom this season. Um, I have a couple announcements before we get into the show. First off, the reason why Jackie is calling in, but she is in Los Angeles, and the reason why she's here, why I'm here live in studio, is because tomorrow and Friday, we will be broadcasting live from the Emmy gift suites at the Mondrian Hotel. We will be doing six hours each day of all our coverage. It'll be live on Ustream, so make sure to check that out tomorrow. And uh, one more announcement... Our own Maria Menunos and Kevin Undergaro, who of course are the producers and the founders of AfterBuzz TV, they have their own movie coming out called Serial Buddies. It is a hysterical comedy. Uh, what do we call it? A First serial first, comedy second. First
3: serial killer buddy comedy.
2: First serial killer buddy comedy. And it's premiering Tuesday in Boston. So to get your tickets, go to bostonfilmfest.org. That's bostonfilmfest.org. So for all our teen mom fans who live in Boston, you got to make sure to check it out. Um, so... First off, before we get into the show, Jackie, Jesse, I just want to get your thoughts. I know you guys uh, don't normally host with me, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this hour and a half long, extra special, long episode of Teen Mom. Uh, well,
0: Jesse, you want
3: to go first since you're in studio? Well, since I'm in studio, um, I mean, I was, I was kind of excited to see, uh, oh, I'm, I'm so bad with their names, um, the two that were breaking up. Is, is it Caitlin?
2: Uh, Caitlin and Tyler.
3: Yes, Caitlin and Tyler. I know last week um, they kind of left us. I was uh, this is this is really like I, I have such a stronghold with the two of them um, as far as understanding where they both stand. Um, and this week he made the comment, you know, living your life in a routine—it's no fun and he seems bored, it makes sense. It, I, I get it, and Amber's not helping the situation. Um, I wish you were here last week, Mari, because, you know, Isabel was fighting hard saying that, you know, if he wants the relationship to work, which he says he does, because he says he loves her, um, he needs to stay home, and Amber needs to, uh, with Amber, because she doesn't feel comfortable going Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. K- yeah, Caitlin. Um, and to me, personally, I said, you know, I think that for it to work, since they're young, they haven't experienced life yet. So if she wants him, she needs to let him go out and trust him. And if he makes a mistake, you guys are young, but you have had a child with him. You've had some ser—you've had a lot of serious things going on between the two of you. And you have to show that you do trust him. And going out may not be your thing, but that doesn't mean it's not his thing. And... I don't know, Like it's just such a, I've, I, I've, I see this a lot with a lot of young relationships. Um, I actually have a, a couple of friends back home who are going through something similar to this, and they've been together since high school, and I just look at it, and I'm watching this, and it's just like the same thing, and it's just, you want him, but let him go do his thing. He's not saying he wants to go out and flirt with these girls. You're making it that way. He wants to go, Out and hang out with his friends and live a normal life. He, you don't have a child with each other right now.
2: Yeah, well, we'll get into Caitlin and Tyler. I'm glad that you picked up on Tyler saying, uh, you know, you, he doesn't want to live life in a routine. I thought that that was a very telling statement. So we'll get into Caitlin and Tyler. But before we do that, Jackie, um, what are your first thoughts on, on last night's episode?
0: Well, I just thought each girl had, and that's obviously the point of this show, had an issue with you know, why you shouldn't have children so young or the hardships of it, I should say. And, you know, Caitlin, she's facing hardships and she's not even raising the child. Then there's Macy who, honestly, I felt really bad for, but I think her mom said it best when she said, you should have thought about this before you had a kid with someone. And she's learning, you know, the consequences of that. And then there's Farah, who I think seems like a responsible mom and, She seems like she loves Sophia, but you know what? I don't know if she's making the right decision by saying that she's going to bring her with her to Florida because, you know what, is that really what's best for her? So I have a few thoughts on that. And uh, Amber, oh, boy, I don't know. She's just, uh, the the saga continues with her, with her meetings and Child Protective Services. So lots to talk about on uh, every storyline.
2: Yeah, well, actually, let's get into Amber first. You know, last night I made the comparison. I saw it, and I and Jackie, you host Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with me. Taylor Armstrong. We're about to see the third episode of the season, and thus far, in every episode, she's cried. And literally, we are on the second to last episode of the season for Teen Mom, and Amber Portwood has cried on every <laughs> single episode. And it's sad. It's literally, we are, and we know, you know, after the show stopped filming, she tried to commit suicide earlier this summer and that she just got out of rehab for that. But it's watching someone who is having a total emotional breakdown. And that continued again this week. I think this week she only cried in one scene as opposed to every scene. Um, But, you know, she even said that she's depressed and that she's scared of losing her daughter. And, you know... This no-contact order only makes life so much more difficult. I mean, to be in a courtroom with the father of your child and not even be able to say hi, bye, not even be able to look in their direction must be... I mean, I couldn't even imagine that. And, you know, both Gary and Amber thought that Child Protective Services doesn't need to keep coming. They basically sit there, watch Amber with Leah, and observe. And Leah... Amber never did anything to Leah. Yes, she hit Gary in front of Leah, but she never did anything to Leah. And that's why they went to court. And they seem pretty upset by the fact that CPS was there for another three months watching them, or at least another couple months they're going to be there observing, and they wanted it to end, you know, right then. I, You know, I'm kind of torn on that. Sometimes I think CPS, you know, their stories were CPS- fails to catch things and misses things when it's too late and then this is a story of maybe cbs cps going a little bit overboard because they're in the public eye with this case and they don't want to mess up i don't know but you know i think you know even having a police car you know chaperone gary and amber being in the same location it's like don't the police have anything better than that to do i don't know i thought it was a little bit extreme That's my personal opinion. Uh, Jackie, let's start with you, and then Jesse, what did you guys think about that and the decision for CPS to continue to visit?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the lesson you learn when you create a situation for yourself. It doesn't go away, Uh, and yes, it may be a little strong, I do think so, but you know what? honestly you're paying the price for your actions and your choices and you may not like it but you know what they're doing their job and it may be a little bit strong and you may get the short end of the stick and I do think that they are because I do think it is on the more stringent side but you know I don't really I don't know if I feel bad for her so much I mean you it's the consequences of her actions you know.
2: Uh, Jesse, what did you think? Do you think that CPS for the next couple months after uh, that date that they should continue to visit and supervise?
3: Uh, I'm kind of in between both of you. Like Jackie said, I under you know you have to deal with your consequences um, with the consequences of your actions. And as we've seen, Amber can, I don't know. I'm very off and on with Amber because sometimes I understand where she's coming from, but then she does things and it's just like, why did you take it to that level, you know, as far as your reaction? And I don't think she ever, like, weighs out the middle, the gray area. You know, it's either one way or a total different way. Um, But at the same time, I do think that, like you said, Mari, they're looking at this, this is a public case, and they're gonna go to the extreme. A lot of... And I... I don't even know if to even take it this far, but I know a lot of people side with Gary over Amber, so I don't even know if that comes into play as far as them watching. I mean, do they watch this this show? Do they Are they basing it off of what they see off the show? Do they watch the edited tapes? You know, so I don't really know exactly.
2: I mean, obviously the fact that this case even started was because there's videotaped evidence of Amber hitting Gary and... Gary never alerted the police, hey, Amber hit me. It was the footage aired, everyone saw it, and then the police got involved. So were it not for this show, then there would have never even been the court system involved.
3: Now, see, I haven't seen that that tape, so was it that bad? Was It like, It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I mean, it, you know, and then again, Jackie, like Jackie said, you have to pay for your consequences. It's very harsh, but...
0: I will add, Mari, that uh, you know we we discuss reality so much together that it's also the price you pay for signing on to reality. You know, a lot of pe- reality TV, a lot of people, whatever the reason they choose, whether it's for money, exposure, uh, there, are, there are consequences to being in the public eye, and I think she, Amber's definitely seeing that here. And so that's another thing you have to weigh out as far as choices go. And I'd like to know if she regrets being in the public eye when it comes to something like this
2: yeah well um we don't yet know if she has indeed signed on for the next season there will be another season because i know that macy is indeed filming right now i don't know if amber is filming as well um you know i think amber right after she got out of jail after last week's episode you know she said it really affected her and she was going to be different and i saw that you know she broke up with clinton it's too much of guys you know, love lives involved everything she needs to focus on her daughter. And, you know, Jesse, you said that, you know, she goes to extremes and she often like get, gets crazy out of nowhere, which we see that every episode except the last, this, uh, this week's and last week's, she didn't have any big blow ups with anyone. We'll talk about it in the predictions. I don't think that stays that way for next week's finale. But, you know, at least initially, just the the experience of jail seemed to sober her up and change her attitude, is what I thought yeah well let's talk about Caitlin and Tyler because you know what's interesting about them is when the season first started I thought okay the baby is no longer in their lives what could they possibly like what kind of storyline could they have from week to week to week to keep up with the other girls lives and I kind of at first was a little bit bored it was like them talking a lot about a baby that they didn't have and you know I don't know I thought their storylines were boring compared to the rest. But, you know, recently, I think it's really interesting to watch them as a couple and to see Caitlyn's insecurities last week and to see this week, I think her try so hard to hold on to him and to keep a hold on him. And, you know, I love Tyler, and I thought Tyler, you know, would always stay by Caitlyn's side, and he will, but you can see he's starting to question that. I mean, he said to his friends, you know, He said, he admits he could picture himself with another girl. You know, he's made a commitment and he can't, you know, so he can't do that, but it is about him too. And, you know, I thought that statement was very telling when he says, you know, life can't be about a routine. You need some fun, which obviously he tried to have some fun last week at the club. And, you know, Caitlin says that her booking this bed and breakfast, this bed and breakfast and this ski trip for them was for her to, you know, show him and prove to him how much she loves him. To me, it almost seemed like her attempts to keep a hold, mm-hmm. keep hold of him. You know what I mean? Okay, Jesse, you're nodding your head. Do you uh, agree? I, I,
3: yes. I, I mean, this whole thing is just, it's so obvious what it is. You know, Caitlin's very insecure about herself. You see it every single episode, uh, even going back to when, um, her and her friend went to the mother's, um, who had, what was that meeting? It was like the, uh, a night trip where they went up to all the moms who had had yes, abortions, the adoption, the ado- uh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so even from that night and just her, uh, really breaking down, that's where it started hitting me like this g- and watching their relationship, Tyler was kind of in a way, happy that she was going to do that because he got a little free time from it. And, you know, then going back to, like, last week's episode, you, you're you planning a ski trip for the two of you. What, how is that proving... We know you love him. No one said that you didn't love him. We we understand that you guys are supposed to be in love. What the the issue is, is that within love, there has to come some sort of trust, some sort of... Love is, yes, you coming together as one, but it's two people coming together as one. And I feel like she wants them to do everything together. And she can't do things without him because she's always wondering, well, he's going to go get another girl. Well, you're putting the ideas in his head right now. He just wants to go out and drink beers with his boys or hang out. And the fact
2: that he admitted to his mom that her insecurities are unappealing, it is, you know, like... She needs to let him be a little bit more independent, and she needs to be a little bit more independent. I think, Jackie, what do, what do you think about Caitlin and Tyler?
0: Well, I definitely think that Tyler is fearing, I mean, you know, whether it's her insecurities or whether her insecurities are the root of his, you know, something she just may be feeling. I definitely think that with that trip, she was trying, it, the whole episode for me felt like she was trying to hold on to him. And the way he was talking, he's so young. They're not raising a child right now. It's natural for a guy his age to want to veer. And I really, I, at the end of the day, he says he's going to stand by her. But you know what? I question that. And I think she questions that. And, of course, after a trip and you're doing something nice for him, he's going to, say the right things and be by her side alone on a trip, but I definitely, you know, whether her insecurity is to blame or the fact that he's sending signals, I definitely, I am worried about the two of them.
2: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I want to see how they are in the finale. I know they are indeed today still together. Um... But I don't know how the, relation, how the relationship is doing. But, yes, they are still together at this current moment. What I wanted to ask both of your opinions about was, you know, Caitlin just graduated from high school. Uh, Tyler recently did. And, you know, this is what, you know, around – this is the winter for them. But in June, they both graduated. And a couple months prior to that, they asked Brandon and Teresa to come with Carly to the graduation. And Brandon and Teresa in the email wrote, you know, they thanked them for the Christmas gifts. And they said they're very proud of them for graduating. They're not sure they can make it, but they will put thought into it. I want to hear your opinions. You know, at first I was kind of surprised because Brandon and Teresa always seem like so, you know, supportive and wanting Carly to be in their lives. And the fact that they're not sure about going to the graduation makes me think, you know, maybe – they, they don't want Carly to be so much in Caitlyn and Tyler's lives. Maybe Tyler was right when he said, you know, Butch and April and all these other people are going to be there. And maybe it's not so much Caitlyn and Tyler, but it's all these periphery people. Um, you know it's tough to say, I'm not going to say I think they should go to the graduation, but I'm not going to say I think they shouldn't, you know, I guess they were saying they'll have to think about it, you know, because at what point, if you continue to make a habit out of keeping Carly in their lives for big events, then you can't just stop one day, you know, it's going to be like that for the rest of her life. So it's either, you know, that's why sometimes I think closed adoptions, you know, are the easiest so that the child isn't back and forth you know I don't know well, Jesse so, what did well, you before,
3: think? We, before we go I want to know what your take is as to maybe why they aren't may, like do you think it may be something it just might be inconveniencing them or, or something? Or? No, it's not.
2: I mean it's far enough in advance that it's not like I don't think it would inconvenience them I think it's a matter of do we want to set this precedent of okay anytime something big happens in Caitlyn and or Tyler's life Carly's going to be a part of it you know, or this is something more than Caitlyn and Tyler going to visit them in their home in a controlled environment. This is them coming to Caitlyn and Tyler and not just Caitlyn and Tyler, but April and Butch and all these other people. So I think that is probably the biggest factor in their decision.
3: I mean, I, I agree with you as far as closed adoption is probably the easiest way to go about it. It's nice, of course, with everybody. It's always nice to say Oh, I wish we could have, you know what I mean? Like, thank you for giving us your child because, you know, I I don't know what the reasons why Brandon and Teresa wanted to adopt were, but I'm sure it was for reasons beyond their capabilities. Um, So, you know, wanting to give back to such a young couple, you know what I mean? Like, the thought's nice at the beginning. But then as you keep going on and on and on, it's like you're growing a family with Carly. And then, like you said, to keep tearing Carly and putting her in between like a ping pong ball. It's just that's a lot for a kid. And there is going to come a day where it's like, well, maybe we were supposed to go to something. You know, we planned a trip for that. And do we stop what our family is to bring Carly to them? You know, so. Yeah, Yeah, it
2: sets a precedent. Jackie, what do you think? You know, it's a difficult decision, but should she go to the graduation?
0: that's the thing it's such a different. I don't know what's harder giving up a child or raising one at their age and what point they're at in life because you know what for me I think they're in the harder position because they know that their child is out there and they gave that child up they really don't have a right to in my opinion to have any relationship because they made the decision not to and they made the decision not to take responsibility so I think it's really hard. They said it's hard being birth parents, but you know what? It's hard for them, and it's really harder on these people who wanted a child, who got this beautiful child that they're trying to make their own, to feel the guilt of having to bring them to these events because they now want them to be the child to be part of these special events. I mean, they really don't have the right to, to say that or request that, and I think the adopt- adoption parents have every right not to go.
2: I think they have the right to request it, but they don't have the right to demand it. Exactly. But um, I also want to talk about Macy, who has, you know, a really difficult situation on her hands with her and Ryan. And normally I am in Macy's camp, but I think they were both at fault here. You know, her she got a lot of reports from her friends that Ryan was going out and partying on the nights that he had Bentley. And then we saw it. We saw him put ben- Bentley to bed and then go out with his friends. Um, you know, I didn't like Ryan here when Macy finally confronted him about it. And he kept questioning her name other times. Every weekend, you're saying every weekend, you're lying. Who told you this? You know, and then calling her, you know, names in front of Bentley and fighting with her and fighting her on it. But. You know, Macy isn't all in the right here either. I thought it was really inappropriate of her to be, like, going off of Bentley's word. Bentley is two. So she asked him, who feeds you he, when when you're at Ryan's? And she he says, Mimi, his grandmother. Who bathes you? Mimi. Who plays with you? Mimi. And then she's like, oh, Ryan doesn't do anything. It's all the grandmother. You know, I don't want Re- Bentley there if it's just going to be, you know, his grandmother taking care of him. You ask questions of a two-year-old. You don't know that for a fact. And then, you know, I thought she was unfair to Bentley when right before Ryan picks him up, she says, do you want to go to Ryan's? Do you want to stay with mommy? Like, what's any child going to say? They're going to say, I want to stay with mommy.
3: Why are you calling him Ryan?
2: Yeah, yeah, I know, right. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, and it's like, you know, when you put those thoughts in your child's head, whatever issue you have with your baby daddy, you don't put the child in that situation. You don't put these ideas in his head of, oh, you know, I don't want to go see him. That's terrible. So, you know, I think they're both at fault here. Um, You know, I think that Ryan, you know, should not be partying when he has Bentley and it shouldn't be the grandparents taking care of him. But, you know, sometimes the way Macy approaches things is very immature, which she is a young, a teen mom. So I understand it. I don't know if this... Maybe it's best for Ryan not to have Bentley on the weekends and maybe during the weekdays instead so he can go out on the weekends. I don't know. What did what did you guys think about about both of them here? Jesse. Well,
3: well, I, I mean, like you say, I'm mostly on Macy's side with most things. Um, and again, this show is just so relatable uh, to where I grew up. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but, you know. To me, personally, I think Macy still has such strong feelings for Kyle that... For Ryan. Or for Ryan, I'm sorry. um, For Ryan. And she still throws it out there. Um, and the whole situation with Kyle, I don't know. To me, I understand where Ryan's parents were coming from when they were nervous about all these men staying in there and, you know, her child not knowing who's who and... Even the fact that she calls Ryan Ryan to her child, you don't do that. That is his father, hands down. That is his father. Um, you know, no, he shouldn't be speaking to her like that in front of the um, in front of you know their child. And at the same time, you don't get Bentley involved between grown up things. He's two years old. He doesn't know. But I think honestly. And I could be wrong because I I haven't watched this whole season faithfully. I think Ryan's mother is a huge chess piece in all of this. I think that she aids Ryan, and that's why he feels he can go out. This boy needs to grow up. Nobody is holding him accountable for anything.
2: Yeah, he lives at home with his parents. He knows if he leaves, his parents are there to watch Bentley, whereas Macy doesn't have those options.
3: and how dare you say oh well maybe we should get full custody of, of bentley uh yeah. that was a few weeks back i know but i know they keep pushing it every few episodes and it's just like look at what your son is doing the reason ryan hasn't stepped up and said yeah let's do it is because he knows he can't raise a child but it's i i feel like she, his mother wants to
2: yeah, I, the, what you're saying reminds me of Farah's mom, and we'll get into oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jackie, what do you think about Ryan and Macy?
0: Well, Ryan is definitely immature, and you can't blame Macy if she's hearing those, those things for being worried. But her mom called her out on it, and she's totally right. You should have thought of this before you had a child with him. And so, really, whose fault is it, you know? I don't know if I really side with Macy, or because I really think the only person at a loss is Bentley. He really takes over for like cutest child ever. I thought maybe yes. Mason from the Kardashians was the cutest. Bentley is so cute, I and know. whenever I see him in those scenes in the bath, in the back seat with them fighting, you know, if Macy's so righteous, then why is she fighting with him right in front of Bentley? You know, it's so because well, she doesn't I don't see Ryan at any, at any
2: other point. She never sees Ryan except for to switch off Bentley, so that's her only chance. I mean, she doesn't even want to see Ryan at all now. She wants to just take it to the point where she drops Bentley off to his parents and has absolutely no contact with Ryan. What do do you think about that, Jackie? You
0: know, but when you heard her say that, is she doing it thinking of Bentley or is she doing it thinking of Kyle? You know, I I think... Mm -hmm. That scene made it come off like she was thinking of her relationship with Kyle before her the well being of Bentley. So that might be the right thing to do, but then again, that takes it to a higher step of maybe make, will make it even worse for Bentley to have to be dropped off. And you know, but and who is she doing that for? That's what I question.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's interesting having you on the show, Jackie, because your opinion seems to be very much of, okay, these girls got themselves into this situation. They have to deal with the consequences of it. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah,
0: I think I do hold that opinion, and I think, you know, a lot of people probably do. I mean, but what you can't help but feel is connected to these girls and their stories. I mean, they're so powerful. I hope that it sets the right message to girls their age and not the wrong one like this isn't cool. They're not on TV because this is cool. They're on TV because of these powerful impactful stories and it's supposed to be a positive lesson you know I hope it is but you know it's very powerful, and to see what you go through if you make this decision.
2: Yeah, well, I'm going to share. Um, I'm going to start a new segment for all the shows that Jackie and I host, where we're going to share tweets from um, people who are tweeting about Teen Mom. So we'll go into that later. But I did want to say I think it, it does have an impact on people because one of the tweets I read was from someone saying uh, that they want to that watching Teen Mom wants them makes them want to chew birth control like Pez. <laughs>
3: That's hilarious.
2: <laughs> so I guess it does have the effect of like scaring girls straight. But I wanted to talk about Farah. I didn't even think about the fact that Ryan's mother is somewhat similar to Deborah, Farah's mother. Deborah takes it to a whole nother level, though. You know, week to week, I have really disliked Farah. I really I think that she shows so much attitude towards her parents. She's a B I T C H to them, and I really you know, I've really disliked her and but the boob Ed job. Loves her. I know Ed, <laughs> Ed, like, Farah, is his fantasy girl. I don't know about what the brace <laughs> is now, but Farah is his fantasy girl. You know, I haven't really loved Farrah. I thought she's superficial, fake, like, cold hearted. But you know, this week I start to understand it, and Ed and Isabel have said this to me a couple times. Watch her parents. Her parents are difficult people, or her mom is difficult, so you can understand why it sets her off. And I totally understand it and I applaud Farah for this episode because Farah actually kept her calm for the most part when her mother is has the like gall to ask to have Sophia with her as opposed to with Farah, Who does that? This is not your child. Like, I thought that was so out of line and inappropriate. She's crying. She's saying, why, you know, I can't live without Sophia. You know, will she be happy without me? Is this more about you than it is about Sophia? I wonder that. And, you know, when they were at the therapist. The therapist is saying, you know, Farrah doesn't have to tell you these things. She can make the decision on her own, but she decides to consult you. And, you know, this is Farrah's decision ultimately and not yours. And instead of understanding that, Deborah thinks, "Ugh, the audacity of the therapist to say that. She's dividing us. We are a unit and she's dividing us. You are clearly not getting the message here. And, you know... It's sad because she's obviously, Deborah has gotten it to the point where Farah is actually considering leaving Sophia at home. She is considering it. You know, she asked her sister's opinion, and obviously we leave off. And with the next week's finale, she's going to decide whether or not to take Sophia. It is my understanding that she does have Sophia in Florida, but, you know, Deborah's like trying to convince her. She says, you know, stop trying to be super mom. Is that the reason? Are you, do you think that you'll be a bad mom if you leave her? Like, don't psychoanalyze Farah for your own selfish reasons of wanting Sophia. I totally side with Farah on this one. And I think that Deborah is way out of line. This is not your child. And to ask to have Sophia and Lee And leave Farah is totally inappropriate to me. So Jesse first, and then Jackie. I want to get your reaction on that.
3: I'm totally with you on this. Uh, I I agree with you as far as saying even how superficial Farah is. She, you know, finds a a puppy to satisfy the child, and you know, just and then little, gets rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like little things, and it just shows her immaturity week after week. But you know with this the therapist it was good it was really good for a third person to get in there and that's why i like the sister too because i feel like the sister just sees everything from another perspective and it's just like she's I'm,
2: rarely on the show the sister right yeah.
3: and i i think that there's a good reason for <laughs> that um this mother's crazy literally insane and I, this happens again very relatable this happens a lot where The girls are too young. The mother gets attached and almost feels like she has, right, well, you're my child and I I feel you're not grown enough to raise that child. So I'm doing this. You know, and it's like, It's just like you said. The audacity of well, even though that's what the mother said. The audacity of the therapist. The audacity of you. Shame on you uh, for trying to take a child away from its mother. Because how how would you have felt if that was the same situation had been turned on you? Um, And I liked at the end for her sister to have said the same exact thing that the therapist said. This is your child. This is your decision. You do what you want. I would love for the child. I would love for your baby to be here. But I understand. I understand you. You're her mother. You make the decisions. End of story. This is why? I can't believe it's a topic.
2: <laughs> so I, I'm glad you agree with me, Jesse, Jackie, what did you think of Deborah's? I think, outrageous claim to Sophia?
0: Honestly, guys, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to disagree a little bit.
3: <laughs> you got yourself into this. <laughs> uh, sorry. The reason, <laughs> the thing
0: is, is she has the... She doesn't have the right to do it selfishly because she wants to be with Sophia. But I kind of see her thinking as far as, well, she wants to go live a dream, Sarah, but really, is she considering the child? Like, would how would she be able to handle school, a move, being without her parents to help her? Well, she'd have to support everything. I mean, how would she be able to do all that? And that's, like, so... You want to go live your dream, but you know what? Your first responsibility is your child. And is it the most responsible thing to make this move? Now, I don't blame her. She probably wants to get away from her mother, but I don't know. I don't think it's that responsible. I I, I don't think she'd be able to handle it.
3: I I agree with you. I I definitely hear you, Jackie. I just think the way that Deborah's doing this is she's coming at it from the wrong angle. She's coming from it from a very selfish angle rather than, putting that, installing that into Farrah's head, because that's what needs to be put in Farrah's head. You're irresponsible. You don't, you, you, uh, who doesn't want to run off and live their dream life? You know, we all would love to, but you have a child. And once you have a child, that's the ball and chain, I'm sorry, but then it becomes about the child, and now how can you make your life work for you and this child? And I think that's where... That's where I think the therapist should have really stepped in and kind of played that role. So I definitely hear you, Jackie, as far as that. But I just think the way Deborah did it was, and the things she was saying—that's it's what what I call cray cray.
2: You know, the thing is, Macy she has a boyfriend. She doesn't live, you know, too close to her mom, and they're not that. They are involved, but not as involved. Amber's mom is involved, but not as involved. Deborah is the only one that is like literally so involved in this child's life. And I understand moving that far away, you know, and going to college. You know, it's a tough one. I just I didn't like Deborah's claim to the child. You know, Farah will have to make those mistakes on her own. And I don't think she she always has Sophia's best intentions. You know, hopefully, if she enrolls in college she'll get some help and maybe she'll like realize she can't handle it or maybe you know I bet you the grandparents will be there to visit a lot too and Farah said I am depressed here keeping me here is depressing me so I'd rather have Farah be happy and not then take it out on her child than you know than to stay, stay with her mom and just to continue this drama. So we'll have to see what her decision is next week. You know, I see what you're saying, Jackie, but I just, I really didn't like Deborah's claim to that child. But I guess, you know, either there's no right answer here. Either, you know, you give up the child and you go to college or you, you know, struggle trying to juggle it on your own without any help from anyone, you know, except for thousands of miles away. Um, but let's go to a quick commercial break. I want to come back for our special Twitter segment and some interesting news and gossip.
1: <laughs> want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is yeah. the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424 256
3: Or
1: your <laughs> The wig, the you wig come When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on.
2: So we should create some music for our Twitter segment because I know some of the other shows some of the other hosts have been doing it. <laughs> yeah like the little tweet exactly yeah. the little tweet sound but i want to share some tweets uh from people you can tweet us at, at afterbuzz tv.com me at adam fagel uh dj jesse j or jackie moran on twitter and we will share uh any of your thoughts and opinions on the show i want to share thoughts sh- i want to share share some right now uh kayla mick tweeted Ugh Farah's mom from Teen Mom is so frickin' annoying. She ruins the show. So uh I guess someone else sides with me. Um, some other some other tweets here about Caitlyn. You love Marley tweeted. Caitlyn on Teen Mom is not cute. I know Tyler looks at other girls and I don't know why he's trying to fret. What do you think of that one, Jesse? No,
3: I I mean, okay. Caitlyn is. I'm not gonna hate on her, but she does not You know, she ain't. She ain't.
2: She's no losing Beyonce. weight. She tweeted last week that she's losing weight, and she's gonna send a tweet a picture when she gets to her goal weight. So I
3: mean, she ain't no Mari Fagel, Jackie Moran, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, here's the thing. I think Tyler's a really sweet kid. Um, he's really affected by the relationship. He's really affected by you know giving up his child, and I think that. She's kind of he's kind of easily manipulated. I can even go as far to say that. Um, and I think the the scary thing is I think Caitlyn, whether she knows it or not, I don't think she knows she's doing it, but subconsciously knows how to bring him back around into the into her web. I guess I'll say rather than just letting him, you know what I mean, be there and love her so i know i don't think he i don't i don't think he's looking at other girls i think n- the more she keeps uh paint-
2: saying you're looking at other girls that puts the idea exactly. in his head no so, i totally yeah. agree with you and um a double o anna agrees with you jackie ah oh, bentley from teen mom is beyond cute heart heart <laughs> and um Some people don't got love for Macy. B Nicole tweeted, Macy kills me. I'd almost rather watch Amber and Gary just because at least I know what to expect with them. Um, But, you know, there's two sides to that. Lay Ken wrote, dear Macy, you are my fave teen mom and all, but I'm pretty sure Bentley can't call you. He's three. He's actually two. He's referring (laughs) to, you know. I, the fact that she's having this whole conversation with him, as if he is, he can understand, and he's saying like she's saying, "Who bays you? Who feeds you, Mimi, Mimi?" Because he said Mimi once, he'll say it again. Like I don't think, I don't know. I didn't really agree with that. So those were some tweets, but uh, keep keep sending them. Most of the tweets that I read, like uh, Sav Darty wrote, "Bentley on Teen Mom is the cutest little boy I've ever seen, Precious." I mean, literally. I think 80% of these tweets are about how cute Bentley is. Can we get some Sophia love though? I think Sophia is the cutest. I love Sophia. I think she's adorable. Uh, Sarah, I don't know, but Sophia, very cute. okay well, I, farrah said
0: she wanted to be a uh, she's like into modeling and everything i'm i'm not even gonna say anything there
2: yeah actually let me I'm get sure your opinion you know, jackie is a model she was on project runway uh and she was at new york fashion week last week so yeah let me get your opinion what do you think of farrah modeling
0: oh uh, you know there's just some girls that you want to just save them the trouble i mean i Either you have to be completely commercially viable, or you have to be five nine and up and like half, or you know half her weight, double the size and half her weight. So honestly, I mean that's just a dream. That's a far out dream for her.
3: Well, wait, wait a minute. Sunday when you get your newspapers, uh, you know, Target, Sears. They use people who work for them. I don't know if you've ever seen this, and they have them and their children dressed in the clothes, and it says their names. I feel like fair and so. Well, there was actually—the
2: only modeling i seen Farrah do this season was the hair show. I
3: didn't see that. She one. did
2: a hair show. She flew out for a hair show and modeled different hairstylists, oh. different hairstyles. But um, I actually have some Farrah modeling news. Sorry, Jackie. I want to hear you, and then we'll go into some news and gossip.
0: Well, no, I was going to say, I'm just, I'm sure she thinks the show will help her in that respect, but,
2: uh. It does help know. her. There's in no the re- way she could have gotten on Charlie's Angels, which she's going to be on the new Charlie's Angels. She's going to appear just like as a guest. There's really? no way in hell she could have gotten that had she not been a teen mom. Oh, no. Do, do
3: we know what her part is?
2: Uh, is? She just, she just tweeted that she filmed it. So we reported that, but we don't know what her part is. It's going to be a bit, a bit part, but.
3: Oh, I'll have to get the scoop from our very own Emily Harbert, who's down there.
2: Yes. Oh yep. my God! Call her Actually, up. Actually,
3: I'm gonna send her a text right now. See if I can get the answer before the end.
2: Perfect. Okay, so um, let's go into some quick news and gossip, though, because I do have an update as to where Farah is right now. Okay, so Jackie, I, I can't believe you two didn't cross paths because apparently Farah was in New York City for Fashion Week. Sophia didn't make the trip, but she was out there with a girlfriend, and she tweeted, This weekend is going to be crazy. Where there's fashion, you will find me. Um, I She didn't walk in any shows, but apparently she looked gorgeous in a fur coat and flowing black pants as she checked out all the clothing lines. Um, I thought more interesting than that, she is writing a book um, it's called my teenage dream ended and it will be available in April so given the headline it sounds like it's talking about the fact that she got pregnant too young I think that'll be pretty interesting are you guys I'll read the book are you guys gonna read the book
3: sorry just me <laughs>
2: Jackie <laughs> Um, I'll I'll have to read the back the back first. The back slap. There we go. I'll go all the way. <laughs> I'll
3: look at the cover. Okay, my-
2: <laughs> and this is boring news on Macy's part. She normally has more interesting news. I did want to say, you know, the fact that they're talking about Ryan partying. We reported a couple weeks in news and gossip that Macy said that she tracks Ryan's Facebook statuses and keeps notes of when his Facebook statuses says he's partying and if he indeed has Bentley then so that's pretty interesting but she in, in our news and gossip from Macy um, she got LASIK eye surgery apparently she was contacts they were bothering her she got LASIK eye surgery whatever um, Wait, And before wh-
3: we go on to that because I, I meant to bring it up during, early in the show I want to get your guys opinion because this Facebook thing has been going on for the past week um, in topic here at AfterBuzz do we think that that's appropriate for her? To me, Facebook can be toxic sometimes. Um, it can be misleading. You can post whatever you want to post on there. Um, and just because what you're reading about somebody, Facebook does not tell
2: you. But then you, he uh, shouldn't be writing it. Right. I don't think she should be using it against him. But I don't think you got to be smarter about what you post on your Facebook.
3: But do you uh, So do you think it's okay for her? mentally and then do you think it's okay just in general for her to be going on to his facebook i mean i I,
2: she's doing it in case he builds a custody case against her okay in case he brings a custody battle against her she has notes of his facebook statuses to prove that he's been out partying so she's using it as that sort of technique so i understand why she's doing it he just shouldn't be posting
3: it jackie what do you think
0: yeah, I think he should be posting it. That's just stupid of him. I mean, it's proof that it's proof that lives forever.
2: And in Amber News, if she does film another season, we're going to be seeing crying and tears again because she doesn't seem to be getting that much better after her rehab. She just left rehab, and apparently she's already back in the arms of her baby daddy, Gary. Her brother said, I told her to take it slow with him and not jump into anything, but they are back together Um, He added that despite getting back together with Gary, she is trying to improve her life. She's enrolled back in school and is taking control. She's at peace. She actually never even, um, I don't think, got her GED even. So she is on the right track. That's good. I thought actually the most interesting news this week was from Caitlin. No wonder why Brandon and Teresa don't want Kate, uh, don't want Carly to be around Butch and, A- and April, Butch has been arrested for domestic violence uh, he, he and his wife April were court ordered to stay away from each other until December but April claimed that Butch came home after night of drinking and drugs and got physical with her Um, Butch's daughter says The problems all come from His time on MTV She made pretty big claims She said that he's being paid To be on MTV And that drug drug addicts Can't handle TV money This just goes to show you What he cares about Crack, bottom line That is pretty crazy If MTV is paying Butch And he is then going to get crack That's a problem Absolutely What do you think, Jackie?
0: Definitely. I mean, that's just trouble right there
2: yeah Um, but good news for Caitlin besides that you know she said in this episode that she was going to start college this September and that she said that she wanted to be a teacher which I love her college advisor by the way but she tweeted for all my fans that want to know I'm going to college to work with girls on adoption I'm going to do what Dawn does so excited Dawn was her adoption counselor so that's pretty interesting kind of coming full circle do I see you do I see you shaking your head no
3: I do not think she needs to be helping other girls she's gonna get them to build little webs of deceit to trap men. No,
2: but she's been through adoption herself, so who better to be an adoption counselor? I mean, she, of all the girls, actually has several speaking engagements where she talks about teen pregnancy. She talks about adoption.
3: And if she wants to talk about the child in that situation, fine. I just think she, yeah, she needs to go to school for it, grow up a little bit more and alone. Yeah. And then she'd be great at it.
2: Yeah. Um let's get into some predictions though. All the future music.
1: <laughs> and now your afterbuzz TV prediction.
2: Okay, so all we see from Farah is that she's crying hysterically and she says it feels like I'm always going through a breakup, so I'm guessing that's referring to Derek, um, you know, her baby daddy who passed away before Sophia was born. Um, what do you guys think? What do you what are you expecting from Farah in this finale? I mean, we left off with this big decision of whether to not leave Sophia behind or not.
3: Do we know if she's back filming for next season?
2: Um, all we know for sure who's back filming is Macy because she tweeted about it. I know for a fact that Farah is in Florida. Um, so she did move to Florida. I believe that um, that Sophia is with her because she tweeted a picture of the Miami Dolphins. And they were all talking. Cause she, like, went and visited the team. And they were all talking about Sophia. I believe Sophia is with her Um but I don't know if she's filming. I have no. I have every reason to believe that if there's another season, Farrah's going to be on it, of though. Of course.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's a ticket to fame.
2: <laughs> so, but Jackie, what, what are you expecting from Farrah in the finale?
0: Well, she seems set on going. That's for sure. Um, honestly, I think she's going to take her. And I think you said, Mari, that she, as far as you know, she has her. Um, I just think it's going to be a very, very tough, Transition
2: for her, you know. I don't know if she has her. I believe she has her because you know, the different tweets I read seem to say she has, but you know, she had a boyfriend this summer. I know she did the Charlie's Angels gig. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe she seems to be she's off in New York City Fashion Week without Sophia, so maybe she doesn't have her. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see that one, but um. I don't know. I think the Caitlyn storyline is going back to kind of, like, boring. There's not much there. Butch is upset that um, that Carly wouldn't be calling him grandpa, which is kind of like, duh. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, Macy seems to still be dealing with Ryan. We'll see. Yeah, Jesse, it's interesting because they've been Ryan's talking been talking about this custody battle for a while. You know, his lawyer advised him don't say anything to her. You know, just slap it on her. It hasn't come yet. I thought it was going to come, you know, a couple episodes back. So,
3: I just don't think he... I think he knows he doesn't have a stance. I think he's afraid of maybe something Macy knows and that she could be saving for a little, you know, a little sideball there. Yeah. Um, and has she brought up the Facebook situation to him?
2: No, she talked about it on the, after sh- on the MTV on the after show. Okay. I,
3: I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think Ryan will bring it up. If anything, I think the mother's just going to keep trying to force something and... But no, Ryan's too big of a douche to Oh, pull you anything don't like, like Ryan.
2: That. Um and then Amber, you were saying, uh, Jesse, how you think that Amber, you know, has these fits sometimes and she goes crazy. You know, the past two episodes I was saying she hasn't, but it looks like she's going to next week. She's seems she seems to be yelling at Gary. It sounds like he wants to be back in a relationship and she's saying I don't want to be in a relationship and that someone here needs to be an adult. I'm guessing that's referring to Gary.
3: I just, think, I think they need to be together because, I, uh, the thing is like
2: they're toxic though.
3: No, but lo- he, he loves he, her. Yes,
2: she can't stand him. She he can, can never say anything right in her eyes.
3: Well, to me, I because to me, I think Gary needs to just man up. Gary is not—he's like a big boy, and it's just like you need to. And she just said it. He needs someone needs to be an adult.
2: I disagree. He does everything for her. He loves her. I get that.
3: She's not that kind of girl, though. She's not that kind of girl. She's the kind of girl that needs you to put her in her place because she doesn't. She gets crazy. And if you're just going to be a soft teddy bear all the time, she's going to steamroll over you. And that's just what it is. I I think she does like him. And I think that's what frustrates her the most. I can't
2: tell if she likes him. Like, I think Macy still likes Ryan and they're far from being together. So I can't tell if Amber likes Gary. I don't think she does. I think the only reason she seems to keep trying is because of Leah.
3: Mm, I, I, I mean, Leah's obviously a huge role, uh, part in it. I don't know. Jackie, what do you think?
0: Amber's one of those tough girls, you know? So it's just like hard to tell what's going on under there because even though she cries every week, it's crazy that she acts like the toughest, yet she's crying every week. With him... I really, I don't know. I mean, it, they're trouble. I think no matter what, whether whatever they feel about each other,
2: they're definitely trouble. trouble. Do you feel
3: he needs to grow up? I mean, not not grow up, but I mean, like, I.
0: Uh, Everybody on the show you know, needs yeah. to grow up.
3: No, absolutely. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely see, that. I agree with that. But but with Gary, I don't know. It's just like he loves her so much, and it's just like. If you really, really loved her so much, you would know her. You would know how to, I don't want to, I'm going to say control her. No, but, but it not seems like anything way.
2: he says to her, she takes action with. He, like, literally, I think he's saying the right thing half the time, and she'll take action with it. Like, he could be saying anything, and she would blow up. It doesn't matter who it is That's true, or what they're saying.
3: You, you know, even when she tried to separate herself. And then with the birthday party situation, when he stood his ground and was like, no, I don't want the birthday to be together. Yeah. She had a conniption.
2: Yeah, she freaked. So it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't with her. But, um... Jesse and Jackie, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you guys will join us for the finale, and hopefully Ed and Isabel will be here too, and we can have like a jam-packed episode just to um, say sayonara to this season of Teen Mom. I liked having Jackie's opinions, you know. You you didn't seem to agree with me on a lot of issues, and, you know, you're kind of of the sense of, you know deal with the consequences and jesse i liked having your opinions as well especially about gary <laughs> and about ryan's mom i never really saw that perspective so thank you both for joining me and uh teen mom fans we will be back next week for the teen mom season finale at our normal time which is 6 30 uh pacific standard time nine thirty eastern standard time please call us and tweet at us 424-256-1729 and tweet at AfterBuzz tv and we will share it on air Thank you so much, and join uh, us next week. Uh, t- t- oh, be, oh, oh, forget oh, oh,
3: about next oh, week. Join what? us tomorrow oh, night. join us tomorrow. As, I mean, tomorrow, 12 to 6, day. Uh, all day. But then tomorrow night, such an epic night, Mari Fagel and Jackie Moran will be brought together. And they've already hung out, but forget <laughs> that. They will be on camera what? together hosting America's Next Top Model.
2: Yeah, if you're an America's Next Top Ooh-oh. Model fan, Jackie has hooked us up this season. We have guests... Like, for all all the upcoming shows so far, we have uh, former contestants, former winners. So you'll have to join us tomorrow night for that. Uh, Jackie, I can't wait. Thank you guys both and for hosting. I believe hosting. it's the
3: Nicki Minaj episode. So Ooh, I might have to join yeah. in with you
1: guys.
2: Oh, exciting. Okay, so well, thank it. you so much, everyone. And join us next week and tomorrow night. <laughs>